this is Bob McDonald, and welcome to Differentiate or Die, the Firebrick Consulting podcast series that focuses on the keys to great positioning. On this edition, Firebrick founder Bob Wright and I are going to be talking about the best sales presentation in the world. Bob, we've at Firebrick, you have now positioned over 400 companies, and every year we're adding to that list. Uh, you have seen sales presentations of all types, all sizes, all uh, range of effectiveness. What, what does the best presentation look like? Bob, that's a great question. And I see this all the time. When somebody wants to talk to me about positioning, oh, send me over your corporate or sales presentation. Real quickly, I can tell whether you have a positioning problem or not. And what I found that the best sales presentation in the world is a fundamental shift from the typical sales presentation which is all about the company. You've seen these sales presentations before, all about the features, all about the product, all about the company. The best sales and presentation in the world actually shifts that model from a product-centric conversation about how the product works to a buyer-centric conversation about why the product matters. So where does that best presentation start? What's the material at the beginning of that presentation then in contrast to this information about products in the company? The best presentation in the world actually starts with the buyer and the problem and then introduces the company at the back end. But let me walk you through the typical B2B tech presentation that I see all the time. You've seen it all. Slide one, here's our great product for the cloud mobile world. Slide two, here's our great platform. Slide three, here's our great monitoring feature. And oh, don't forget, we have some really cool analytics because we're now a data company. Slide five, here's some stats to uh, back up why we're so great. Here's how our cool product works. Of course, the cool screenshot slide, the requisite logo splash slide. And then there's always a slide with the executives and they're a cool company because they got a company dog. And then slide 10 is the call to action. You'd be crazy not to buy our great product from our great people. And we have seen a lot of presentations like that. And it, it's also been interesting when the company has hit a rough patch, when they double down on that model, the amount of product information in the first call deck is off the charts, isn't it? And buyers aren't drinking the Kool-Aid anymore. You know, a glazed look is set in with our buyers with these type of presentations. Think about a typical, even security, chief information security officer or a CIO or even a CFO. How many tech vendors are trying to reach them every single day with these boring presentations and messages about with the blah, blah, blah language and all about their features and how great their company and product is? It's just not working anymore. Okay. You've taken us through the bad example. Why don't you take us through the sequence then of the best sales presentation so that we can get a sense of what the flow would look like? The best sales presentation begins with a buyer naming the big change or market dynamics that are causing that buyer a multi-million dollar problem. And slide three is, you know what? You're going to lose that your job because this problem is actually going to get worse. Next, there's building an argument that the traditional approaches to solving this problem, including do nothing or your competitors, will no longer work. And then there's a shift to the buying criteria. Slide five. Where do you have to move to? I got to move to the promised land. I've got to move from this state to this state. And then the only way I'm going to be able to do it is by setting up the buying criteria. Slide six. What do you have to do to actually fix that problem? Here's the six 
or five buying criteria necessary to solve that multi-million dollar problem. And that's criteria or characteristics or elements that need to be in place to solve the problem. We still haven't gotten to product features, correct? That's correct. So the first part of the deck is building a case that there's these multi-million dollar problem, naming the problem, showing the promised land. If you move from this state to this state, what it'll look like if you solve that problem and setting up the buying criteria in the company's favor to actually solving that problem. What's next then in the flow? Then you introduce the company. Slide eight is actually, here's three to four reasons customers exactly like you choose us. That's what we call the pillars. Typically, there's three pillars, the three value statements, headlines. And then slide nine is the evidence. Slide nine, 10, and 11 is the evidence. So what we actually do is map the features and functions to each pillar, showing the evidence of why you can deliver on that unique value proposition. And then slide 10 is the call to action. And also in there, sometimes we help the company develop what we call the architecture. Can you talk about what that, the role of that in this best sales presentation versus, you know, what we would typically see in a presentation where they have a very complex uh, product architecture or something like that? One of the most powerful slides in the back of the world's best sales presentation is what we call the architecture. Because the buyer inevitably, if you set it up correctly, you build a case that there's a big change in the world causing this multi-million dollar problem. And if you don't get it, you're going to lose your job. And here's what you have to do to fix it. Then by introducing the company and you say, again, here's the three or four reasons why we can uniquely solve this problem. The next question is, well, show me what it is. And that's where the architecture, it's a visual representation of your product, but it's designed specifically to reinforce the positioning. We have many of our clients, they can give the whole positioning story simply from that one slide, which we call the architecture. A very important thing in the process when we work with clients is getting them to shift to this, this best presentation model versus their old approach. But then it's also encouraging them to not make this too big a presentation or too complex a presentation and to, to know that there'll be follow-on meetings after introducing the concept. That's correct. The way the best a sales presentation in the world should probably be, you know, typically we de- deliver what we call a long version of our story, which is, you know, 18 to 20 slides and a short version, which is nine to 10. But if you get really good and the story is set up right, you can tell the whole story from three slides. And which sets up then a framework within which to understand a lot of other information about the company and its products, et cetera. But that will come in follow-on presentations. I think that's a cardinal sin I see a lot of B2B tech companies do. What they do is they just start spouting off features, hoping that one of them is going to catch the eye of a buyer. And if if they glaze look is there, they're going to throw more features at them until at one point, oh, that's the feature I'm really looking to. That just model does not work anymore. What's more effective is placing the context. What's the overall Uber theme, owning a problem and defining that problem, bubbling up your differentiators into some headline value, and then all the evidence and context. And that provides the context for all the complexity of the features and functions which can come underneath that. You've been listening to Bob Wright, founder of Firebrick Consulting, talking about the best sales presentation in the world. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Differentiator Die. We invite you to listen to all our podcasts, which can be found on the Firebrick Consulting website, firebk.com. 
For Firebrick, this is Bob McDonald signing off.